Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Friday, June 24th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the Senate cleared the gun bill. House is up next. Number two, the internal politics of the gun bill. And number three, what's new on chips? Let's get into it. For the first time in nearly 30 years, Congress has taken a major step forward on gun control. The Senate passed a bipartisan gun bill last night by a vote of 65 to 33, with 15 Republicans crossing the aisle to vote with Democrats. The House will take up the bill this morning. It's a 80-page package. It is uh, uh, the Rules Committee, which sets the parameters for floor debate, has scheduled a meeting at 7 a.m., so that means this bill should go to final pack passage around noon. Uh, and by the way, a lot of people think you shouldn't call it final passage. You should just call it passage because is there any other passage besides final? But uh, in reality, the uh, this bill will go to um, Joe Biden's desk for his signature will become law of the land when the House passes it. Now, the House should have a pretty big vote. Democrats, um, I would imagine every Democrat will vote for it. Uh, There were some problems last night. The Congressional Black Caucus held an emergency meeting um, about whether the legislation expanded federal crimes covered by the death penalty. Uh, they want an amendment. I don't think they're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna. They might try to offer an amendment in rules, um, but I can't imagine they're gonna get it because this this bill cannot be amended. It could be amended, but they don't want it to be amended because they want it to go straight to Biden's desk after this passes. If it's amended, it has to go back to the Senate. The Senate's out of town. You get the the uh, the uh, thrust of this. It looks like based on our uh, based on how Republicans have voted in the past on gun control bills. Um, it does look like there will be some Republican support for this. Tony Gonzalez of Texas, who represents Uvalde, uh, has said he'll vote for this. There have been about uh, anywhere between a half a dozen and 10 Republicans who have voted for for more stringent gun control bills. So it is possible that uh, uh, there will be further, um, there will be, you know, 10 people who vote for this uh this time around. So we will um, we'll have to see. This will be an interesting vote for the House. Um, and again, history. This is a huge, uh, a huge proposal that is making its way to Joe Biden's desk. First time in 30 years, something like this has gotten done. Number two, the internal politics of the uh, gun control package. So a lot to digest here. Chris Murphy and John Cornyn would um, uh, were the lead drafters of this piece of legislation. Um, and Cornyn is the most interesting person to focus on here. He wants to be the Senate Republican leader one day, and he looked like a leader here. You have to give it to him. Once he was committed to the deal and he had McConnell's backing, that was key. This would have never gotten done without McConnell's backing. Cornyn held the line against um, uh, many proposals against... Uh, Democrats wanting to go farther than they than he was willing to go, um, and uh, he had a lot of leeway here because he's been known to be a pretty stringent Second Amendment guy. Um, but after what happened in Uvalde, his entire demeanor changed. Um, but it's interesting to note that that 
two of the three Johns, we call them the three Johns. It's a great nickname. We should trademark that. Um, John Thune and John Brasso both voted against this piece of legislation. Now, it's interesting. Um, we were talking about this last night, Brez and I, and and we wrote about it this morning. Is this a, a hinge moment or a pivot moment for Cornyn? Um, will, he is on the wrong side, not the wrong side policy-wise, but he is on the opposite side of many of his Senate GOP colleagues. Uh, 70% of Senate Republicans voted against this. Um, and it's a hugely emotional issue, the Second Amendment, and um, for four Republicans and for, for Democrats, quite, for, quite frankly. So the um, we'll have to see if this impacts his future. Listen, McConnell probably, based on what we know, is a long way away from uh, leaving the Senate. So all that said, a very interesting moment for Cornyn sets him apart maybe make some a negotiator in future in future legislative efforts but we'll see if there's long-term fallout for him number three update on chips we talked to gina raimondo yesterday about the Useka bill and and as you know we are very interested in Useka, the massive uh chips legislation that is crawling its way through Congress. She said something interesting. She said if they are not able to finalize the chips bill this summer, that uh, that uh, chip manufacturers are beginning to talk to other countries like Japan, Korea, France, and Germany about making chips there. In her estimation, this would be uh, a tragic for the United States, a big missed opportunity. Um, and as we've noted, the Senate, the, the House and Senate need to get this bill through before the August recess. Frankly, if you put it together, if you put um, chips together with gun control, that is a big summer for Congress. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a wonderful day and stay safe.